What's up, folks? Welcome back in, as always, to NBA Wednesday here on Ride in the Pine, another great episode. We actually have a special guest joining us in just a little bit, Darren Williams. He's going to be here soon. He's actually been a guest on Ride in the Pine, big, big part of the show, so really excited to have him, obviously, join NBA Wednesday today. But as always, everybody, thanks for joining us today. We've got a lot to get into. We're going to obviously dive into a little recap from Game 5 of the NBA Finals, and then Darren and I will also share our outlooks into... Um, game six that's coming up tomorrow. Obviously, we've got some hockey tonight, so I'm definitely going to be dialed into that one. Uh, and also, for anybody at home that might see me start sweating, my place is really hot right now, So, uh, and it's also really hot in Pittsburgh, so... You know, obviously, uh, if you see me sweating, that's why. It's just really, really hot. But anyways, hope everyone's been doing all right. Hope everyone's been hanging in there. Um, Darren should be joining us here pretty, pretty soon. Uh, but we also have some really exciting stuff coming up on Ryan in the Pine as well. Before we get Darren to join, uh, this is actually going to be one of the last NBA Wednesdays that we do for this season. What we're going to start doing on, uh, on, on Ryan in the Pine is we're going to start basically having the shows on Tuesday and Friday be mainly interviews only, and then all the sports talk will come out on their own respective days. So when NBA season rolls back around, we'll have NBA Wednesday. We're probably going to start adding an MLB series as well, maybe on Mondays on the earlier part of the week. And then we'll also, once football season starts rolling up, we're going to have a little bit of some football on Thursdays, probably later in the week as well. So a lot of stuff that's coming on the horizon. Um, Obviously, nothing too crazy with the show, uh, but just a couple tweaks here and there, a couple changes just to make it a little bit easier for everybody at home but again all that's going to be officially you know announced and released so on and so forth um in the in the coming weeks but again Tuesdays and Fridays will most likely just stick with strictly interviews. If anybody's been following along, a lot of the Friday shows have been interview onlys. So we're going to keep that going for Tuesday and Friday shows. And then, like I said, the sports talk will be coming on the respective days for whatever day I'll be covering whatever sport that might be. So we're going to get Darren to join us here in a little bit. Um, Hopefully he'll be here soon. He said he'd be here soon. Um, But anyways, hope everyone's been enjoying the latest episodes of Riding the Pine as well. The NBA Finals, I'll just kind of preview it right now before we get Darren to join us. What a tremendous series we've got. I mean, Game 5 was unbelievable. Um, game 5 was, was I think, the exact depiction of what this Warriors team is capable of doing. And what I mean by that is this Warriors team, yes, they rely on Steph heavily, but they are also capable of getting some answers, getting some help from some other players, right? I mean, we've seen it time and time again where Andrew Wiggins, for instance, I mean, he's been on a tremendous role as of late, been playing great defense also, but that's the thing with the Warriors is that they can have a surprise performance from maybe a Jordan Poole or an Andrew Wiggins. And the fact that that aspect is part of the Warriors and that Steph is not, and again, he is heavily relied upon, I do understand that, but the fact that He's able to, you know, have a little bit of that burden shared amongst other guys on the team. And Clay Thompson's been playing well. I mean, I'll give him credit where, where credit's due, but he's not the same, you know, Clay Thompson, right? Let's face it, he's not the same Clay Thompson. Um, and yes, like 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 we have here in the comments section, Otto Porter Jr., another guy that's been pretty big for them. Uh, he has been a little bit a little bit injury ridden over the last few games, but he has been still a big big point for them. Uh, but I, I just think that the Warriors in Game Five really exemplified 
their ability to play with a variety of players, get a lot of production from a variety of guys. And I think that with the Celtics right now, you know, they're in a little bit of trouble. I think, I mean, again, obviously down three to two, your backs are against the wall a little bit. But I think the big thing there is they need to get some production from their bench. And when when Darren, when Darren joins us, we'll be sure to kind of cover all of that. But I definitely think that the, the production of the bench is going to be lacking a little or has been lacking a little bit in the last few games by the Celtics. They got they have to pick it up. OK, they need some help. Jason Tatum needs some help. Jalen Brown needs some help. Right. When these guys are not playing well and we saw an instance in the last game where the Warriors, they didn't have a lot of help from Steph Curry. So who who stepped up? Andrew Wiggins. Right. You have guys like. Um, obviously, Andrew Wiggins, but again, Jordan Poole, Clay Thompson, guys that have been stepping up in the playoffs and have been big points. The Celtics, they need that. Okay, they, they need that as I'm continuing to sweat. I know I, I told everybody it's very hot in my house right now. Um, but nonetheless, we will obviously uh, get Darren here to join us here soon. Hopefully, he'll be joining us here soon. I know that I actually just uh, talked with him not too long ago. He said he'll be joining. So, uh, And again, we're going to obviously get Tom back on the show. Um, we're going to obviously have Tom still involved with 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 uh, NBA Wednesday and whatnot. But like I mentioned, NBA Wednesday probably going to start winding down here, depending on when the series wraps up in the finals. And then we'll obviously get into um, you know baseball stuff. And then we'll have some former baseball guests join Ride in the Pine as well. And then once football season starts rolling up, we'll also have uh, some guests from the football world as well come and join us. And uh, yeah, it'll be, it'll be a lot of fun. Again, we're doing this simply because... We want to make it a little bit more easily digestible for everybody at home. We want to make it a little bit easier to kind of, you know, obviously enjoy so on and so forth. Um, So, yeah, I mean, just kind of, you know, tailoring a couple things, uh, tweaking a few things, so on and so forth. Um, And uh, yeah, it looks like Darren just now joined us. So we'll get Darren here uh, fairly soon, hopefully, if I don't sweat and start melting away. I, I, again, I'm going to keep mentioning it. It is really hot in my apartment. You know what? I'm going to go turn the AC on. I'm going to go turn the AC on. I'll be right back. Is that going to do anything? Probably not, but it's worth a try, right? All right, let's see. I'm going to add Darren here. Okay. Now, again, everybody, you have to bear with me here. Um... On adding people, I'm not the greatest. So, Darren, if you wanna, if you have joined and you wanna hop on in and send a little request, maybe I can invite somebody. Ah, here we go. I'll invite Darren. There we go. It's incredible. Once you start messing around with a couple buttons, there we go. What's going on, man? What's going on. Hey, listen. All I gotta say is not to cut you off, but I'm glad you're sweating more than me uh, because I just got back from channeling my inner Steph Curry and uh, shooting about five for six in that last game from three. So, you know, it's probably what he's going to need to do uh, for them tomorrow night. Yeah, man, I am sweating like crazy in here. I'm not going to lie. Like, my place has no AC, so it is absolutely awful right now. Um, I'm also the reason why you can't see my face. I'm trying to hold this microphone. I need to get this set up a little bit different. Um, But anyways, nonetheless, folks, Darren Williams has entered the chat. Darren, what's going on, my friend? Great to have you here today. Um, first off, Thank you for having me, Jack. absolutely, yeah. Uh, Want to dive into the NBA Finals, obviously, because uh, what a series we've got right now, right? I mean, what uh, what a series! Two really good teams, two teams that I think are very similar. Want to hear your thoughts up into this point? What what have you been seeing so far in the finals? Yeah, no, I'm glad it's been a back and forth series. Um, obviously, you know the Warriors came out and 
laid a goose egg after coming out hot in that first game. Um, so definitely glad to see them kind of start riding the ship. But obviously the contributions from some of the role players is, is crucial. And I think it's going to continue to be crucial given, obviously, the attention defensively that the Celtics are playing to the, the main three and, uh, and vice versa. Yeah, man. I actually, before you joined, I was mentioning that the, the role players, I think, are going to be, in my opinion, huge, especially for the Celtics. I, I mean, I think really the Celtics have been missing the boat a little bit in terms of what they could be doing in these situations. They should have taken full advantage of Steph Curry playing very poorly last game. Did not do that. And again, I'm going to go back to, I think it was game three. I might be mistaken, but I'm pretty sure it was game three, where Robert Williams... Uh, Marcus Smart and Al Horford, three of the five starters combined for six total points amongst three guys. That can't happen. That can't happen. If this team wants to stay with the Warriors, they need some bench help. Absolutely. Absolutely. Obviously, you mentioned Marcus Smart and Al Horford. Obviously, Marcus Smart is you know reigning Defensive Player of the Year, and that's something that he hangs his hat on for sure. But he's shown us time and time again that he can put up buckets. And obviously, we saw down the stretch in the last game. Um, you know, to be honest, I saw the second half more than I saw the first half. The Warriors had a decent lead at halftime, and they quickly let that evaporate early in the third quarter. Um, but then that momentum kind of just evened out. And what happened, honestly, uh, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown both tried to put the team on their back solo. It was a lot of one-on-one ball, a lot of screen and roll, but not a lot of ball movement. And so, obviously, you know, we saw some big shots from both Marcus and, and Al. But we're going to have to see that consistently throughout the game um, in order to kind of even the load, not force the two stars and the, the, I guess, primary ball handlers for the Celtics into a lot of turnovers down the stretch. Well, I'm glad you mentioned the turnovers because that's just been, I think, the biggest kryptonite to the Celtics right now. And actually, we'll we'll dive into a little bit of Game 5 because that was another, and there's been kind of this, and I don't know if you've seen it floating around, but there's almost been this trend or this recurring stat that's been going around about the amount of turnovers and and almost the mark that the Celtics need to stay under. And normally it's been 15 turnovers and less they're winning. When it's 15 or more, they're losing. And they had 18 last game. And they missed 10 free throws. And those two things, I think, obviously, you know, very easily fixable kind of things, right? But, you know, from Game 5 and from what you saw in that second half, I do want to ask, you know, what... What did you think of how the Celtics played, obviously, in the third versus the fourth quarter? Because that's been another thing. Their inconsistency throughout quarters. Yep. No, you hit it on the nose. Obviously, like I mentioned, the first uh, five, six minutes of the third quarter, they just killed the uh, the deficit that they had on the Warriors. I think it was about 14, 15 points that they came back and closed the gap. I think they took the lead by two there for a second before the Warriors kind of righted the ship. But in the fourth quarter, it was a lot of hero ball. Um, it was a lot of dribbling. I think I saw a stat earlier today or yesterday talking about Jason Tatum having by far the most turnovers in the clutch in games um, in the finals in the past like, 50 years or something like that. It's outrageous. I mean, I think uh, one of the biggest points that they've been touching on is that the Celtics don't have a primary ball handler. Obviously, it's kind of guard by committee as far as Brown, Tatum, Smart. Obviously, Smart is wearing the PG designation, but obviously he's a playmaker. He's a he's a defender. He's not out there floor generaling, right? And so uh, it's kind of been one-on-one dish, drive, kind of set a pick and roll and try and kick out. But 
Um, quite frankly, it's going to be a situation where it's going to be score by committee, ball movement, uh, and crash the boards. Because uh, I think Jalen Brown shot like 0 for 6, 0 for 7 from 3 last game. Um, Jason was a little bit better, but I don't think Jalen had a single three-pointer. Al and uh, Alan Smart were also shooting okay, but also a lot of misses. So crash the boards. It can't just be Williams. Well, both of the Williams is down there getting the boards for the Celtics and um, and obviously vice versa for the for the Warriors as well. Yeah, I mean there there's no there's no question that I think the the ball handler kind of aspect of it, um, you know, is definitely something to look at. And I think that, you know, Marcus Smart could be that guy. If 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 they wanted him to, and if they needed him to, I think he could very well be that individual. Now, I will ask you this: going into tomorrow, Game Six, we've got, and I think you know, weirdly enough, I think that the Celtics could even it up. Okay, I do think that they could do that potentially. But what are they going to do? I mean, what do you think they need to do? Because for me, I, I mean, I think a player that's going to really need to step up big for the Celtics. It's got to be either Grant Williams or Al Horford. I mean, I feel like when they're contributing 15 or 20 points, and we've seen them both do it, they're they're in a better spot. They're in a way better position. And I think that, again, Grant Williams, Al Horford, they're going to be key tomorrow. Yeah, I think the biggest thing is the main, like I said, ball handlers have got to get the role players involved early and often. It's going to be a situation where Al Horford is not the type of big that's going to get the rebound and bring the ball up and look to start the motion. He can bring the ball at least to midcourt and try and you know hand it off without running the risk of turning it over. But you got a situation where Grant Williams is definitely not the type that's going to be trying to demand the ball, regardless of how hot he is. We know he can hit threes, and that's been seen but it's going to be a situation where they've got to make it apparent that they're being aggressive call for the ball um get in tatum getting smart getting brown's ear like guys give me the ball um and it's going to be one of those things where it's going to be on i think coach doku to get you know the boys to make sure they're going to get everybody involved um but also showing that it's not going to be a hero situation even though they're at home yeah, and I think that's the other thing is 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 it can't be one guy that steps up. I think it's got to be a collective effort. And on top of that, you know, again, there are things that the Celtics have done that are very easily fixable things, right? Ten missed free throws in the last game that does not happen every game, right? That's got that's can be something that can be cleaned up very very quickly. the The turnover thing, I think that is a matter of, and I think the stat that you were referring to is, if I'm not mistaken, Jason Tatum has like the most turnovers for like an entire postseason or something it's like approaching a hundred or something i saw something wild today 95, something like that no you, that's correct that's exactly what i was talking about i didn't remember exactly what the line was but i knew it was something outrageous that's you know obviously going down in history books at that point and i do think and that and not for a good reason, right right exactly and i think what what's so unfortunate about that though is that people are going to look at that and they're going to say oh man i don't know if he can perform in the big time you know Jason Tatum's a great player, and, and I say this to people all the time. He's one of my favorite players to watch in the NBA. He has been for the last two or three years. I mean, just the way he plays is a lot of – it's fun to watch him play. Uh, but, again, I think to your point – and on top of it, you know, you also have to remember Robert Williams, I don't think he's 100% healthy. He does not seem to be 100% healthy. And I think that, you know, in all honesty, this is going to sound crazy, but we have not seen – and I'll keep going back to him. Grant Williams has been – Invisible in this series, we have not invisible, invisible. Yep. and he was huge against Milwaukee. I mean, I, I I watched that series in detail. 
Uh, he was huge for them. Very pivotal for them. What I'll say is that from a defensive perspective, like I said, you know, Celtics, I would rank, I mean, I don't have the stats in front of me. Maybe you have a better idea off the top of your head. But ranking where the Celtics are and the entire league, as far as defensive ranking, um, I think personally, across the board, they probably rank higher defensively than offensively as a whole. Obviously, you know Jason Tatum is going to be an offensive threat every game. But the situation is, if you take Grant Williams and you put him on Giannis, for example, the style of play that Giannis brings is something that Grant can obviously lock down because it's a lot of driving, it's a lot of pull-up, mid-range, that kind of thing. You can't have Grant try and strap up Steph Curry running off of screens, running around the whole game. And same thing goes with Clay. Clay's a little bit more stationary these days, but either way, it's the same thing. Um, and it's a problem with Wiggins. I think maybe he might be able to lock down Wiggins, which obviously we saw show up um, very, very timely, you know, for this last game, considering the the poor shooting that Steph and Clay had. But uh, if we're going to try and get Grant Williams involved, I think we need to see him have some monster energy on defense, which then translates to him and his uh, enthusiasm, his confidence on offense. Oh, yeah. No question. And it's a good point because I definitely think that it, it boils down to a matchup thing in this series, right? I mean, that's clearly not a matchup that favors the Celtics in any sort of regard. But, you know, I think that uh, to the point of Andrew Wiggins, I mean, what an unbelievable performance he's had. Before we, even, before we even get to that point, though, the crazy part about what you just said was the matchup not favoring the Celtics as far as offense and defense is concerned. The talk leading into this series almost daily was that the Warriors were going to be in trouble by the Celtics' size, right? Grant Williams, like Draymond, is an undersized power forward. So while he's obviously strong physically as well as defensively, that size doesn't really concern me. The biggest thing was uh, Robert Williams and his shot-blocking abilities. I saw somebody put together a compilation, I think it was either ESPN or CBS or somebody, of the most ferocious shot blocker in the league. And it was a compilation of Robert Williams blocks throughout the year, right? That was under the impression that he was going to be healthy, he was going to be springy, he was going to be jumping around, flying out the paint, right? Blocking shots left and right. But this doesn't bode well for that because if Stephen Clay and even Wiggins... Pool, Porter, GP2 is back. If they're shooting threes, Robert Williams is going to average one, two blocks a game where they need the spark on defense to him for him to average like five, right? And uh, so they talk about the size being a factor. Quite frankly, it just doesn't translate as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I definitely agree there because I definitely don't think you know, it hasn't been something where it's like, oh, wow, they've been absolutely dominated on the glass or whatever, or, or dominated. I mean, it's not like a glaring thing, right? I mean, we've seen the Warriors, when they turn it on, they turn it on and they, they don't look back. Uh, so I definitely think that, you know, tomorrow's going to be interesting. Um, before we get out of here, we'll wrap it up here because I'm starting to melt. And I know you're outside, so you're probably starting to melt, too. Honestly, it's, it's comfortable, man. It's, it's comfortable. It was hot in the gym, so I'm, I'm enjoying, the, I'm enjoying the, uh, the temperature we got down here in the DC area. Yeah, I wish I could say the same, man. I've got back, I've got back sweat just trickling down right now, and it's just 
bothering the mess out of me. Uh, but anywho, before we get you out of here, and we will get you back on here for NBA Wednesday. I was mentioning to the people uh, before you joined, we're doing some new things on the show. Obviously, I know that you uh, have been big in helping the, the marketing and the advertising of Ryan of the Pines, so you'll be on for some NBA Wednesday. We'll do some NFL stuff once football rolls around, uh, and then also Ryan the Pines going to do, obviously, the baseball stuff and you know start uh, centering and, and, and funneling, as we've said, kind of the exact uh, audience that we want to get for the various shows. But before we get you out of here, want to hear prediction and final score for tomorrow. I was going to say, I think we have to at least give it one more point, though, before we get to that, which is we've definitely spent a lot of time on the Celtics. I won't say whose fault that was. You have a favorite. Are you are you leaning one way or the other? Are you trying to be unbiased? Because obviously, um, as an NBA fan, it wouldn't hurt for the Celtics to win, mostly because the Warriors have been on top a lot recently. Um, personally, as a, as a basketball fan, as a player fan, I'm always going to side with Steph Curry, so let's get him another one. Um, but we spent a lot of time on the Celtics mostly because they are in the trouble seat tomorrow, um, even though they're at home. But situation is, you know, do I think they're completely out of it? No. Um, I definitely think it's going to be by committee for both teams tomorrow night, mostly because we saw Steph struggle. He broke his streak of what it was like 260-some games straight where he made a three-pointer last night, uh, two nights ago where he didn't make one. Um, and so for Wiggins to step up was huge. But it's going to be a situation where he can't compensate and come out in the first quarter like he did like three games ago and put up 21 early, right? Because then we can't have him gas out at that point and people start to rely on him, defer for him to keep up that pace. So I think it's going to be a situation where we need committee scoring from the Warriors and the Celtics tomorrow night, um, as well as obviously the Stars to do what they do and be Stars. But to answer your question, I would love for the series to continue and go to a Game 7. As a basketball fan, uh, we're really enjoying this series. I also don't think the Celtics have it in them. Um, I think it's going to be a ride the momentum of the last game. For the Warriors, I think they've got the they got the confidence, they got the energy. I think Wiggins is coming into his own. I think they're going to have to pay more attention to him, and that's going to open up Steph and Clay to kind of get back in their form. So, quite frankly, I think it's going to be Warriors tomorrow night. Let's go one twelve to one oh seven. I like that. A little close one, yeah. I like that. I think the Celtics are going to even it up, if I'm being real honest. I think that, I can't remember exactly what the statistics are, but Jason Tatum's point-per-game average after a loss just skyrockets. Their shooting numbers skyrocket. So, yeah, they're a team where you you need to, to get a response out of them. You need to hit them in the mouth. And they've been hitting the mouth. I think that this goes seven, seven games. Who I think is going to win it all, I mean... I still have this weird feeling that the Celtics can pull something out of thin air. I just, from what I have seen them do in the last two rounds, how they've moved through the playoffs, I personally think that they've had a tougher road to the to the finals than the Warriors have. They've been much more battle tested. So, in terms of that regard, they found themselves in this situation before. They were down three two to Milwaukee, right? What do they do? They win, they go to Game 7, and they win again. Okay, the, the, the Heat was a little bit of a different series, but I think that this Celtics team, 
because they know what it's like to have their backs against the wall and in the corner they respond. It's kind of one of those things where they need to have the pressure on them a little bit. They need to be facing elimination to really play well. And I think that when you put them in that situation, and to your point, you know, if the Warriors come out too hot, they're going to just go downhill as the game goes on. But at the same time, you know, I, I would be very careful if I was the Warriors with wanting to turn the switch on too late because that by that point it might be too late. So I've got the Warriors, or I've got the Celtics win. I've got the Celtics winning game six. I think they push it to, to seven games. I'm going to go with a 115 to 102 final. I think that it's close until like the final two and a half minutes, and then Jason Tatum hits like back to back threes, and that's pretty much it. I think that's how it's going to unwind. But we'll have to see. We'll definitely have to see. I think it's going to come down to uh, energy from the Celtics. Obviously, like you said, back against the wall, they're used to that. But at the same time, like you mentioned, a harder road to the finals. That could either bode well because they've been here before they know what to do, or there could be some serious uh, wear on the legs tomorrow night when they're facing elimination in the biggest games of most of their careers because they do have a relatively young squad. Um, And so a lot of them are there for the first time. The Warriors, they got a tested squad. They got guys that have been there before. They won it all, um, and they're hungry for another one. So I think it's going to be a situation where uh, it's going to come down to the wire. And I think we all want that. We all need that. Whether we can push to do Game 7 or not, I think I'm going to stick with my Warriors pulling it out tomorrow night. But uh, obviously we'd love to see a Game 7 and then we'll win it in, uh, in San Fran. Yeah, man, it'll be fun. Can't wait, and uh, I'm sure we'll be shooting some texts back and forth to uh, see who was right and who was wrong. But until next time, my friend, thanks for joining NBA Wednesday. This was a blast. We'll get you on again, and like I said, we'll get you on for some basketball stuff, football stuff, whatever. Um, And everybody else that joined us this afternoon, this evening, wherever you are, thanks for joining. As always, make sure you check out NBA Wednesday. It's going to be coming up right after this. It'll be being posted. The audio will be up later, so on and so forth. You know the drill, and until next time, folks. Keeps in the bench with me.